0: Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's
1: Update with Dave Moore. Good evening. The time is half five. You're listening to Manx Radio. I am Dave Moore and this is Update. Welcome to the programme. Half an hour of the latest news in the Isle of Man plus Manx sports, business, sea watch and travel updates along with the newsmakers in person. Coming up, the principal of King Williams College explains why the book and school could be moved onto the college grounds. The number of people visiting the island on cruise ships hit record numbers last year. And we look back at FC Isle of Man's game against Bury after travel issues caused it to be postponed. All that is coming up in the next half hour.
0: Man Benham for all your business and legal needs.
2: First of all, the update news headlines with Lewis Foster. Foster, my, Foster, my. The chair of Braddon Commissioners says the local authority was told to double its rates to address concerns over access at its new leisure centre. Braddon recently announced a rate increase of almost 37%, the largest increase across all of the island's authorities for the year ahead. Tim is being urged to consider introducing new legislation which makes it a criminal offence to possess illicit phones in the island's prison. The Staff of Government Division of the High Court of Justice of the Isle of Man says the current position should be corrected after a drug dealer ran an operation from behind bars. And more needs to be done to educate people on the Isle of Man about the importance of having healthy relationships. That's a view of the Department of Home Affairs a year after new legislation designed to protect against domestic abuse was brought into force. In the latest international news, the widow of Russian opposition figure Alexei Navalny claimed he died after being poisoned by Vladimir Putin. The Kremlin says he fell ill in prison after taking a walk, but his wife Yulia's accused authorities of hiding his body. The UK business secretaries told MPs it would be mad for ministers to suggest delaying compensation to sub-postmasters wrongly accused of theft. Kemi Badenoch has rejected claims made by sacked post office boss Henry Staunton, saying his comments to a Sunday newspaper were a blatant attempt to seek revenge. And junior doctors in Northern Ireland have voted to go on strike next month. They'll walk out for 24 hours from the 6th of March in a row over pay. Those are the headlines. I'll be back with the news at 6 o'clock. Secure
0: tomorrow today with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing.
1: Thank you, Lewis. Dry this evening and tonight with a moderate west or southwest wind and a minimum temperature of 7 Celsius. Cloudy but dry at first tomorrow. Rain arrives later in the morning before clearing mid-afternoon. Leaving the rest of the day dry with sunny spells, the fresh to strong south or southwest wind will veer westward and ease as the rain passes through with a top temperature of 11 Celsius. Further rain overnight into Wednesday, turning heavy at times in the morning, then clearing to bright or sunny intervals in the afternoon. Strong to near gale force southerly winds that swing to the west or southwest in the afternoon, temperatures rising to 12 Celsius.
0: Manx Glass and Glazing are proud to be an approved contractor with Construction Isle of Man. Call the team on 674 573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate. (laughs) Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates.
1: As we heard in the headlines there, the chair of Braddon Commissioners says the local authority was told to double its uh, rates to address concerns over access at its new leisure centre. Andrew Jessup told Manx Radio the board was urged to pass the cost of low income onto the ratepayers in a meeting with the Treasury, Infrastructure and Health Ministers. Braddon recently announced a rate increase of almost 37%, the largest across all of the island's authorities for the year ahead. And Mr Jessup says a 100% rise would have been difficult to justify. In a meeting recently with the Minister for Treasury, Health and Infrastructure, we were actually told that we should have doubled our rates for next year. So, you know, we feel that uh, 37%, you know, that, that was uh, more than sufficient for what we felt at the time was needed. The Chair of Braddon Commissioners, Andrew Jessable, we asked one of those at what was a private meeting, Laurie Hooper of the Health Department, what, that, what had actually been said.
3: It's not really for us to advise Braddon, if I'm perfectly honest, but it was a meeting to discuss the Roundhouse and the issues Braddon are facing uh, and really if there's a way of how we can find a resolution, really, to try and support Braddon in this. Uh, But we did discuss the financial situation that was obviously raised by Braddon as being of serious concern. Um, But the conversation was really around appropriate budgeting, so how you you really need to be prudent in your financial budgeting. So when you're looking forward about the amount of money you need for any given year, you set your rate appropriately to account for all of that. Um, in, in terms of any risks to your income or any expenditure or any plans you've got. That, that's what I did when I was on a local authority. You look forward over the next 12 months, see how much money you think you're going to need to generate, and you set your rate accordingly. That's really the process that I would expect Braden to have gone through. So if Braddon are now saying quite publicly that that isn't the process they went through, if I was a Braden rate Power, I'd be asking a lot of questions about that.
4: Yeah, they They said that they were advised by yourself, Infrastructure and Treasury, that they should double their rates to pay for this. I mean, is that true?
3: Uh, so, like I just said, it's not really for us to advise uh, Braden Commissioners. On what they but, should, should But was that made. a
4: comment made during the meeting?
3: Uh, no, like I said, the comment that was made would have been around financial prudence and that Braden really should be looking towards uh, the income they need to generate over the course of the next 12 months, and that's what goes into the rate setting. Uh, so I would expect, actually, that any prudent financial budgeting process would mean there would be no change to the Braddon rates because they should have factored all of this stuff in as part of their rate setting. So I'm a bit unclear as to why Braddon would now be saying that if they had undertaken a prudent financial forecasting process, they would then need to increase their rates even further. I would have assumed a 36% increase being quite substantial uh, would have been enough to cover their their forecast uh, income and expenditure. That That's how the rate system works.
1: Meanwhile, Department of Health and Social Care member Michelle Haywood says she's concerned about the road going to Nobles Hospital being used to access the local authority's new roundhouse building. In 2016, the then Health Minister Howard Quayle wrote to Braddon Commissioners to confirm they would be allowed to use it, even though risk assessments hadn't been
5: carried out. I think the danger there is there's nothing as long-term as a short-term fix, is there? And if we've assessed that there's a risk to people not being able to get in to access vital services at Nobles Hospital, that risk persists, whether it's just for a month or a year or whatever, all you'll do is start affecting more and more people. So I I personally, I'd be against finding any short term fix that does that. The the actual fix is to create a proper access for it and to put in the pedestrian access that was in the plans as well. Um, And those things are what they need to do to get that building open properly.
4: If the minister was prepared to put in a letter of support, uh, presumably it was the, the previous minister, um, then then uh, would they not have thought to put in or you know, to have undertaken some kind of risk assessment at that point?
5: Well, yeah, obviously when planning goes in, highways are obviously a, a statutory consultee on, on that as well. But yeah, it was a former minister that just expressed support, but I don't think it had really been thought through. Um, what he was supporting and certainly none of the risk assessments have been done.
4: And can you see maybe from Braddon Parish Commissioner's point of view that they would have seen a letter of support from the Minister as um, you know the green light that yes, the Minister was behind this and the Department was behind this?
5: I can see why they thought that but actually... They won't have thought that because this has been on the department's radar now for well over a year, probably near a year and a half. So they have known for much longer than the last few weeks which is where it's obviously hit the media they've known what the issue is for for quite a while now that we have real concerns over letting them have access through the hospital site that road is not in good condition anyway it's obviously not highway so we can't even throw it at doi and say improve the condition of this road it's a private road on the hospital site.
0: you're listening to the isle of man's quintessential daily news and current affairs
1: roundup update on manx radio Admiral wants to see more decarbonisation, social housing and funding for the Health Service Chair of the political party. Paul Weatherall, says they hope the main emphasis on tomorrow's budget will be in helping the island's economy grow.
4: Well, I think last year the general increase in the budget for pay thresholds was something like 3%, which was obviously inadequate. Settlements with the unions and staff working for health and social care and other parts of public services were way above that. And that's partly what led to the shortfall last financial year. There's just been acceptance of a 6% pay rise for nurses in the health and social care. So that would obviously be a target for increases um, in the budget. And also the fact that we're still looking for reductions in waiting lists for GPs, for um, diagnosis, and more importantly, treatment of uh, illnesses that have been diagnosed. I think, uh, obviously, the Treasury Minister has a balance to um, maintain. Uh, There have been some take up from the reserves over the last two or three years, and he may want to put some money back into reserves. Again, maybe not this year, but uh, planning to do so uh, on a gradual basis rather than taking more out. Also, we think that the the main emphasis has got to be on um, helping the economy to grow on the island. Any help for businesses on the island to improve their economic status uh, would be helpful. The minimum wage, though, is a matter that's not, not necessarily for the Treasury's attention, but uh, I think uh, the government is committed to making the island's minimum wage equal to the living wage um, over the next two years, two financial years, and we'd like to see a step in that direction taking place this year.
0: SeaWatch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company.
1: The Banksman left Hesham at half past two this afternoon and is due to arrive into Douglas at around quarter past six. Ninety minutes later, she'll leave Douglas at quarter to eight for Hesham arriving there at around half eleven and then coming back tomorrow morning at 2.15, arriving back into Douglas at six o'clock. Follow the steam packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. The number of cruise ship passengers travelling to the Isle of Man hit a new record last year. Figures reveal 50 liners brought around 18,000 people to the island. Visit Isle of Man chief executive Deborah Heather says things are looking even better in future.
6: 2023 was, for the cruise industry, was a bit of a transition year anyway. So I'm sure you, most people would understand that during and post the pandemic, cruising was thought as quite risky. It's enclosed spaces with lots of people isolated on a boat. We all heard some of the stories about boats being refused to dock and things like that with COVID on them. So the cruise industry, like the airline industry, was one of the worst affected Last year, we had 50 boats in. a would say transition because at different points in the season, we had anything from well, well much less than 50 up to sort of 65, almost 70. What the cruise ships were doing or what the cruise companies were doing were booking a lot of trips with a view to testing what people were buying because con- consumer buying has changed enormously post-pandemic. So they were cancelling quite a lot. And so it was really fluid. And in the end, we, pro- we had 58 booked. We lost eight to weather, which given our location mm. is kind of understandable with 18,000 passengers the other thing they were doing actually is is when they weren't getting the occupancy on the on the boat that they wanted they were they were pushing people onto other boats so so they were really testing what consumer sentiment was out there and what demand was Um, and luckily we came out really well that was our best ever cruise year in terms of 2024 it's given us enormously good grounding actually we've we've got slightly more ships than we actually did so we've got 53 at the moment but we've got 27,000 passengers and that is with three of the biggest boats. So um, the Holland America Line do these world cruises where there are people are away for 110, 20 days and things like that. And that was the day that we talked to about 10 businesses in, in Douglas and they doubled their takings, their best takings they'd ever had and things like that. So, so really great to see.
0: Manx Radio Business Briefing.
1: Online gambling giant 188bet has announced it's shutting down its Isle of Man operations and moving its license back under the jurisdiction of the Philippines. The move that seemed to have been in the making for some time was announced in an email to all players sent out on Friday. In it, the sports betting and casino company informed its customers of the changes and explained the time frame as well as other details of the restructuring exercise. 188bet has held its current Isle of Man license since 2007 and was one of the first Asian bookmakers to set up its corporate headquarters in the island. The Isle of Steam Packet Company has installed and completed final inspection of digital software provider NAPA's full suite of stability management, emergency decision support, electronic logbooks, data reporting, and integration systems on the Manxman. It's designed to provide crews and onshore teams alike with critical safety and situational information to ensure the vessel's safe and efficient operations on its voyages between Hesham and Douglas. In welcoming the installation, James Royston, Fleet Operations Manager at the Steam Packer Company, says, Our new flagship, Manxman, was built with sustainability and efficiency at its very core. Being able to balance this ambition with the need to ensure the safety of our passengers and crews at all times is vital. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets lacked direction, with trading relatively muted as a result of a public holiday in the US. European equities finished flat, whilst the FTSE 100 gained a quarter of a percent. Oil prices edged higher because of increased tension in the Middle East, as Houthi fighters claimed responsibility for an attack on an India-bound oil tanker. The US dollar was steady on Monday after data last week showing US inflation remained sticky which cast doubts on when the Federal Reserve would start its easing cycles. Gold prices rose to a nearly one-week high as escalating tensions in the Middle East lifted bullion safe haven appeal. Uh, into the markets then, FTSE 100 is at 7.728.5, that's up 0.22%. The Dow Jones, 38,627.99, and the Nasdaq is at 15,77.65. Exchange rates, the pound against the dollar, 1.2586, and against the euro, 1.1686. Commodities has gold at 2,016.2 US dollars, and Brent at 83.39 US dollars.
0: I'm running late again. Do you know where I put my car keys? In the fridge. Where's my phone?
6: Under the dog basket. Bye. You haven't forgotten that we're seeing Ramsey Crookall later. Oh,
0: um, no, of, of course not. Um,
6: 5pm, is it? Got it, a free. I'll be
0: there. Life is busy. That's why Ramsey Crookall's team takes time to help you make a mindful investment decision. Considering all the options, giving you full control of your financial future. Less stress, more assurance. I forgot to put my shoes on. Oh. See how we can make your money work for you. Call 717171 or visit RamseyCrickall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit Simcox.com or call 690
1: the Manx Wildlife Trust says it's received a number of reports of disturbances involving photographers. The organisation's head of engagement, Graham makepeace Warren, says the snappers may be getting too close for comfort for their subjects.
7: There is a very present barn owl in part of the island and it's hunting during the day, which means it's much easier for people to spot and photograph. But what that means is that it's struggling to find food during its normal hunting time of overnight. Therefore, it's feeling the pressure to come out during the day and hunt. And so we need to be more careful that we don't disturb an animal when it's clearly already struggling. But as I say, it's a a constant issue that we face at Manx Wildlife Trust, certainly seal disturbance. Seals are certainly the North Atlantic grey seal. We have good populations now in the Isle of Man. Something that I found a surprise when I started at Manx Wildlife Trust is just a seal lifting its head off the beach to look at you is disturbance. And the key thing with seals is that they tend to eat their food, uh, obviously, out at sea, and then they come in onto the beaches, they haul out, and they they basically rest while they digest their food. Just like you and me, we don't like to have a bath or go swimming on a full stomach, and and they're the same. They need that time on land to rest.
2: So what's a general rule of thumb to not disturb wildlife out there?
7: Yeah, I'm a photographer myself, and I can understand the appeal of wanting to get that perfect shot. But I think the simplest rule of thumb is that if an animal changes its behaviour as a result of your presence, then that's disturbance and that's when you need to just back away carefully having a really good pair of binoculars or a really good long lens on your camera means you don't need to get so close to that animal but as i say with seals it's just lifting their head up to look at you is, is classed as disturbance with a barn owl as i say hunting during the day it's already under pressure to find food and if you're kind of trying to get close to it to get that perfect photo and you're making it move from wherever it's sat on a fence post or whatever then that is disturbing that's time that it's not spending hunting for food Manx Radio Sport.
1: FC Ireland Man's four-game unbeaten run was brought to an end after a 2-0 defeat at home to Bury in the Northwest West Football League Premier Division
8: yesterday. Team captain
1: Sean Doyle says his side played well against the league leaders.
8: We've gone un- unbeaten four games. We've just given the, the title contenders and probably the, the favourites for the league from day one a very good game. Um, and we've also given Kendall a good game already. So I think we have to have the belief and I think we're... Um, We've got to be seen as sort of that banana skin team now um, up until the point where we can maybe be considered the, the top five, top six team in the league. And until then, we don't mind being the disruptors in the league and trying to wreck people's promotion plans.
9: Just one final question, just around the whole weekend, obviously there's been so many challenges behind the scenes to get this game on, um, how much credit do you think has to go to, to both clubs and everyone else involved, that uh, despite all the challenges with the travel disruption and whatnot, um, that the game could be put on, not just for yourselves as teams, but for all the supporters today?
8: Yeah, look, it's a massive occasion when Barry comes to town, isn't it? So I think you've got to give a pat on the back to both Barry, Barry's fans, our fans who have come down on Sunday morning, and also both clubs to be able to still get the fixture going, I think. Maybe it was a bit of antics yesterday or politics. I don't know, really know, and I don't really care to be honest. But um, it's been great, and you've obviously seen what an occasion it was. Been uh, their fans were great, our fans were great. It was a good, probably. I hope it was a good match to watch. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get the three points. But um, yeah, we live and learn.
2: And with a look at the rest of the day's sport, here's Lewis Foster, Fastermy. my. Mark Cavendish, finished 22nd in today's opening stage of the UAE Tour. The Manx cyclist was able to avoid a pile-up as the riders approached the finish line after 143 kilometres of racing. He's in action again tomorrow, but over a much shorter distance of 12.1 kilometres in the individual time trial. Tim Merlier is the current tour leader. Having led in the early stages of the Dimension Data Pro-Am golf tournament in South Africa, Anna Dawson eventually missed out on victory, the win going to Scotland's Kylie Henry. The Isle of Man's number one-ranked female player topped the leaderboard on the first two days, at one point moving two shots clear of her nearest rivals. However, on the final day, she missed some crucial putts, which dropped her behind Henry and South Africa's Leanne Pace. Daffabet Racing are hoping Davy Todd will be allowed to compete for them at the Southern Hundred Road Races. He's already agreed to ride their bike in the Super Twin class at this year's Isle Man TT, even though he's committed to the Milwaukee BMW by Tass in the Superbike and Superstock categories. Daffabet Racing's co-owner Ben Constable says talks have been taking place.
1: We love the Southern. We are looking forward to getting back there. Whether we're taking Davy yet, I think still to be decided, but. You know, we'd like to get back there with him and, and, and take Matt there as a newcomer.
8: There's nothing set in stone at the minute. I think David's
1: commitments to his Taz team and the BMW side of things are, are more prevalent than, than us. So, see where we go.
2: Just one game went ahead in the Canada Life Women's League yesterday. Peel beat Douglas Royal by 10 goals to 2. Lisa Costain doing the most damage by consistently finding the net. In the Masters League, Onken beat Laxey 9-1, but a much closer affair in the other game, which saw Governors Athletic beat Douglas Royal 2-1. And finally, Tom Partington took a second-place finish in the 3,000 metres race walk at the weekend. The Manxman's silver medal-winning performance came at the England Athletics Indoor Championship in Birmingham. (laughs) Manx Radio
1: Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Looking good at the airport, Logan Air to 6 o'clock is uh, due to go as scheduled in terms of the arrivals. Uh, the Manchester flight, which was due in at 25 past 5, the Logan Air service is now due in around 25 to 8. Meanwhile, their Liverpool flight, which is due in at 5 to 8, is showing on time. On to the roads. And temporary lights in Douglas, uh, towards the bottom end of Summit Hill, also on Brighton Terrace at the Mount Braddock Junction, Meanwhile, the section of Switzerland Road is also closed. In Onken, School Road is closed between the main road and 2nd Avenue. Temporary lights on King Edward Road between Gradle and the A2, and temporary lights on the main road at uh, Boldrine, just to the north of Liverpool Arms. Temporary lights on the Coast Road between Laxey and Boldrine. And further along the coast road, there are temporary lights on Pinfold Hill. And temporary lights on Chapel Hill in Bride. Meanwhile, the Keondracad Road still uh, closed in phases for water mains work. And temporary lights on the Lazare Road in Glen Trammon as well.
0: Keyside Tyres and Service Centre with one year's free engine warranty from Castrol. Get more with...
1: The Buchan School could be moved to the grounds of King William's College. It's just one proposal under consideration. Damien Henderson is the principal in charge of both education establishments.
9: We have had, a, in some parts of the school, smaller numbers of students recently, and um, that has led to uh, looking to create some interesting proposals going forward. Because of COVID, uh, we did take a wee dip in the sixth form and in boarding numbers, and the makeup of our boarding population has changed. Uh, international parents are reluctant to let their children go uh, over bro- uh, abroad for long stays. Um, so we do have quite a few short stay.
4: Now, the Buchan School is synonymous with King Williams College in the last few years. But the plan is, I believe, to bring it into the curtilage of King Williams College, uh, all in the same area.
9: On 10th of January, uh, I wrote to parents and um, there was a press release on the same day and we briefed staff on two bold initiatives for the academic year. 2024, 2025 to enhance the quality of the education we offer across the two to eighteen age range and enable us to make uh, maintain our competitive fees and establish our foundation uh, for for sustained growth. So the first proposal, subject to many factors including third party consent, uh, was to consolidate both schools onto a single site, i.e. the Bucken School, including the nursery would relocate to within the curtilage of King William's College. Uh, and the second proposal was to have a new shape of the day timetable at college from September 2024.
4: In frank terms, is this to save money? I mean, at you know, the moment you've got two operations in different sites.
9: Um, there are really good educational and uh, reasons for it, and there is a financial d- uh, dimension as well. Uh, I won't uh, uh, make any bones about that. Um, but really, this is not a new idea. Um, This was an idea which uh, existed uh, several years ago. It's the first time that it's been proposed openly to parents and and other stakeholders, uh, and we think it's it's the right thing uh, to do.
1: That's it for updates compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department.